0: Welcome to In My Mug episode 252 on Monday the 9th of September 2013. I am your host Stephen Layton and welcome to In My Mug and welcome to the news. Thank you for the amazing emails from last week uh, on the new In My Mug, Uh, great feedback. Lots of entries for the screen grabs. Um, yeah, I'm kind of going to try and not do the whole. I just did it. Yeah. Anyway, um, lots of entries for screen grabs. Which one will be coming up later, uh, and will be the lucky winner um, of the in my mug T-shirts. Um, but yes, thank you for all the feedback. It has been really, really good. I do need some Dale questions though. I haven't had those yet. And. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, totally! Like your pirate land is selling like Jolly Rogers at a pirate convention. Um, get yours today. Do not forget a picture um, of your tattoo on your arm, on your head. No, don't put on your head there. Don't come off easy. Um, yeah. Anyway, a picture of you with your tattoo gives you a chance to win the in my mug T-shirt as well. So that's an extra, uh, an extra opportunity to win one. And. Three new coffees added to the web store on Friday. Um, One of them uh, we're going to be having here, which is the Argentina Cattymorph in Kona One Washed. But there's also a natural and a pulp natural, of which the lots are so small, they will never make it to in my mug. And I promised you all that when those ones came up, I would let you know. So uh, that that is letting you know. And that was the news! So, uh, carrying on from last week, instead of 20 seconds, we're going to have a focus on. Um, and as I said last week, we looked at an SL28. We looked at varietals. Um, so, what are we going to look at this week? So, as I said in the news, this week's coffee is a Catimor, and Catimor is it's a controversial uh, coffee varietal. It is a cross between Timor, so it's a, a, a varietal called Timor, and Katura. Katura, we've heard lots of. Uh, Timor not so much. Um, It was created in all places, Portugal, um, in 1959. I don't know why Portugal, I didn't even know Portugal did coffee development. Um, But it grows, when it grows, it produces a a very big yield. Uh, It grows very quickly, it's very pest resistant, it's leaf resistant, will grow at much lower altitudes than most commercial uh, coffees. and is exceptionally resistant to leaf rust which is a huge problem in Central America um, but there's a problem and the problem is it normally comes in cup quality uh, the cup quality is not very good normally and that's because it has its feet firmly Timor has its feet firmly in the robusta uh, species of coffee um, but with leaf rust being such a big problem producers are trying to experiment with this to see how it might work and how they can help their yield and protect themselves against leaf rust. Like El Salvador, Costa Rica, Guatemala last year had a huge problem and we will see much reduced yields of great coffee because of this. Um, And I can really understand why producers want to try and experiment and play with this varietal. And hopefully, this coffee will give you a a little bit of an insight into the differences of varietal but also how it isn't it, 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 not everything has to be bad. So, anyway, let's see how this one tastes, and to do that, we need to talk about the coffee. So, as I said, the coffee is from Finca Argentina, which is a farm that you will have seen on In My Mug before. Um, this is the third year of working with uh, Argentina and, and Alejandro. Um, and there's a super interesting story about how we came across the coffee. And I'm sorry if you've heard this before. But I definitely think it's a story worth repeating. So we get sent lots of samples. Lots of samples come through the post to us and we cup them. We cup them all. If we get a sample of coffee, we're like, yep, let's cup it. And 99.9% of the time we cup them and go, because they're not very good. Um, And we got this one come through the post and it's a little bit different. It was presented very beautifully in a beautiful bag. There was a lovely letter to go with it that explained about the farm and just said, we'd like you to try it. So we tried it. Blind table, always cut these things blind, and this one was quite different. The quality was amazing. Um, so shocked and so amazed that I went back a few times to look at it, um, and decided that it this was one definitely worth following. So we ended up buying a very small amount the first year, um, and Alejandro, being the guy that he is, actually shipped it in a half like a half empty container to us just so we'd get it. Um, and since then we've become very close friends. So I've been to visit Alejandro three times. He's been to visit us here at Hasbeen Towers. Um, and uh, in fact, if you, um, at the end of this, I'll show you a little bit of a clip of when he came across and he did the In My Mug episode 192 or something like that. Um, but yeah, I've been to the farm a few times. The, other thing that's happened becoming friends is we can kind of talk very openly and freely and we sat down and we were talking over a beer one time and we're like how can we improve the farm so the first year we just had a washed coffee the second year we broke it into pulp natural naturals and washed and it was the first time that Alejandro had done these processes but he thought it was very worthwhile thing to do and would be good for the cup quality so he separated it into doing different processes and it worked really really well so then, it, the second year we're there again over a beer, it's like, what should we do this year? And I said, well, what are all these different bits you've got on the farm? And he talked about tablons a lot, and tablon just means basically a small plot, um, a small area. And he said, well, all the different parts of the farm are different tablons. Like, for instance, four manzanas I never include in your lot. We just sell to the commercial coffees. Uh, Fincona one we never sell to the commercial market. We sell to the commercial market. Never sell to you because we don't think the quality is good enough. So it was like, okay. What a if you take those seven growing plots and separate them into separate sections. And that's what he did. So this one comes from Fincona 1, and it is the lowest part of the farm. Um, It has around about eight manzanas of land, which is about 13, 14 acres. And it's the least productive of all the tablons. The altitude is the lowest of 1,100 to 1,200 metres above sea level. Um, It is still mainly planted with bourbon, but Alejandro uses this place as a uh, test ground, as a little bit of an experimental place. So he has twenty percent pacas, yeah, and he has ten percent of this virato cattimore. Um, and uh, the cattimore was purely an experiment on how can I do that? Uh, how can I try it, see whether it works? And when he gave me the samples of it, he was like, "This is going to be horrible, Steve. I'm really sorry, but you asked for them." Um, so it brings it back, we cups it. And it was a great example of why cupping a coffee is really important and not knowing where it's from, what it is, uh, and what varietal it is, until afterwards, as it completely changed my opinion of this varietal. Completely, completely blew my whole thinking of what Catty uh, it, it, uh, can be. Um, the farm is based in the Apponecker uh, Mountain region, uh, near the town of Turin, uh, in the Arshapan department. Uh, Alejandro employs 16 people to work on the farm, maintaining, tending to plants, making sure that just general everyday things are run. Um, But during the picking period that can go up to around about 50 to 60 people. Um, The altitude is 1,100 metres above sea level to 1,350 metres above sea level. This particular lot is 1,100 to 1,200 and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So I think it is now time for us to go and do the map bit. It's the map bit. No expense spent, it's the map bit. So, here we are. Where do we go? We go down. We go down to Hasbeen. We go up from Hasbeen. And we go to Central America. And there we can see the continent of Central America. We've got Honduras, Nicaragua, Guatemala. But we are interested in El Salvador. So, number of coffee-growing countries, seven, which is all of them. Population of 41 million surface area of 524 square kilometres with the UK surface area half of that. So twice as big as the UK surface area with slightly less population. So let's go down into El Salvador which is the country that we are looking at. And there we can see the spine as it has become known. Um, We can see Loma La Gloria, which is the furthest away. We see San Jose at the far left. But just to the right of that is where we're going to be going. But let's look at El Salvador. So population of just over 6 million, um, size 21,000 square kilometers, around about the same size as Wales, as I said to you before. And the capital city is San Salvador, which is one of the fastest growing cities in the world. But we want to go down to think Argentina which is the coffee that we're looking at this week and you can see just above that finca argentina um is the actual farmhouse and here we have the whole farm i mean this is a pretty good aerial view of the farm um so let's look at the details and dale the cow We have a farm which is called Finca El Salvador, Finca Finca Argentina, altitude of 1,300 to 1,350 metres above sea level. The varietal is Red Bourbon, and the nearest town is Turin, uh, which is in very, very near... To the farm, so just looking here, you see this. This is this is actually really interesting. It's a geothermal hot spot, which is from the volcano and is used for electricity. You can actually see steam coming out of the side of this volcano. And That is the farm. That is the, the actual farmhouse. Uh, the centre of the farm. Um, the tablon that this one's from, uh, San Jose is uh, San Jorge. Sorry, is just to the left of us here. So it's a little bit further up the hill. And just in the distance, if you see that yellow line, that's Guatemala. So that's how close you get to the farm, uh, the, how close Guatemala is. Just to the right of that is Nicaragua, and you can see these places on a, uh, on a clear sunny day. And that was the map bit. So, uh, as you've seen that map bit a few times, I'm going to do a little bit of a freebie. Um, This is a a video that Alejandro did on his trip to work using a time-lapse video, uh, and I think he'll like and I'd like to share it with you. I like that, that was good. I I found that completely by mistake the other day and uh, yeah, I'm very, very pleased with it. So now it's time for Roland's Daft Fact with some fucking new music. So while Stephen is going on about varietals, I think it's time for me to go on about varietals. So you may notice that this Fincona 1 has 70% Bourbon, which is very representative of the coffee that is in El Salvador. The 10%, 20% of Pacas is also very representative of El Salvador, but Catimor, that's not so representative. That tends to be filled with things like Pacamaras from El Salvador normally, but that Alejandro, he's a testing guy. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. I'm not sure I like it when Roland gets all uh, freestyly. So, um, the Wheel of Death is dead. Long live the Wheel of Discovery. Uh, last week we had Reception, which is there. So we shall remove Reception. Replacing it with Latte, so it slowly turns into the Wheel of Death again. But. Where it goes, everybody cares because it's the wheel of discovery! Okay, we go to the staff room. So, here goes with Handycam. For us to leave the studio. Do you know what? Before I do go and do that, I've got to show you these. How cool are all these little pictures that they've done? Okay, so we're going on the Handycam. We're going. uh, This is. I can't tell you what this is, can I? Because we're not doing that. We're doing the uh, staff room which is pretty much the same way as we went last time um, down the stairs Uh oh, I've got these st- let's put the stairs lights on I don't want to fall and kill myself so oh, well, I wanted not show you the reception with my lovely pictures look, that's Fat Steve, you might remember him and these are just some pictures I've got but let's go in the staff room which is here and um, one light so, staff room And this is where they just dump all their coats, it's not that super interesting. That was the Wheel of Discovery. And I am back, and I hope you enjoyed the Discovery. We should dive straight into the espresso. In fact, before we do that, sorry, we should welcome back Snozzer in the Bowl. so straight off this is a great one to bring back snazzer in the bowl because it smells spicy it smells interesting it just it's so intriguing please do smell this week's one it is pretty stonking but let's get into this espresso before it cools so so it's your very typical el salvador coffee milk chocolate smooth but there is this peppery spice that is just there, and it's there on the tongue, and it's there through all of these drinks, that it's just like, that's weird, that's not normal, that's not how I expect an El Salvadorian coffee to taste. And it's certainly not how I expect a Cattymore to taste, either. i go back for a second gulp. Um, milk, let's try it here. Slightly less of the spice, slightly more of the milk chocolate. It's perhaps a little bit more typical, but still super interesting. Um, Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. We like that. So, some brewed coffee. Made it with the Kalita Wave. I'm kind of using a lot of the Kalita stuff recently. I think the espresso shows it the very, very best of this. Like, the brood coffee is good, it's a great espresso, um, but as a brood, you still get the spice, you still get that black pepper, big body, very chewy, I can't believe it's a cattymore, can you? I'm sure that's an advert from somewhere, but I really can't believe it's a cattymore, it is super delicious, I'm a big fan of it, I like it very very much. Um, yeah. So it is now time for screen grab of the week. So thank you for that entry. I like this screen grab thing very much. I think it's going to be a, a, a big thing that we carry on doing. I, I, I like it. I would like more of them coming in, please. Okay, time to wrap up. Thank you very much. Please, questions for Dale. I haven't got Dale's head to hand, but questions for Dale uh, would be great. Um, barista questions, coffee questions, questions on bread. He will be very open to them all. Um, please get those in, because I really need some for next week. Thank you for watching, as always. And... Remember? Life is too short for bad coffee.